Hey guys, before we get started, I just wanted to remind everybody that our May the Force Be With You sweepstakes contest is running through the end of the month of May. If you enter, you'll have a chance to win a complete set of everything you need to play the Star Wars RPG, plus some additional extras. That includes one of the two core rulebooks, a set of game dice. It's also going to include some Never Tell Me the Odds decals and some other cool stuff. Altogether, over $100 in value. All you have to do is leave us a customer review on iTunes. In order to leave a customer review, just search for Never Tell Me the Odds in iTunes under the podcast category. When you're on the page, you'll see a tab that says Ratings and Reviews. Just click on that and you'll see the option to leave us a review. So go ahead, please do it. That's all you have to do to enter the sweepstakes. At the end of the month, on the 31st, we're going to announce the winner over our Twitter. We're at N-T-M-T-O podcast. That's Never Tell Me The Odds podcast. So go ahead, follow us on our Twitter account, leave us a review on iTunes, and that'll be awesome. We love you for it. It really means a lot to us to have you guys participate in these contests like this and just to hear from our fans. It's, it's amazing. Um, if you have any other questions for us, go to our website, StarWarsRPGPodcast.com. You can find all of the rules there, including a frequently asked questions section. Okay, that's enough out of me. Let's start the game. Here we go! The Kitar Steve saga Kitar. continues. <laughs> Kitar Steve. Hey everybody, welcome once again to Never Tell Me the Odds, the Star Wars RPG podcast. The only podcast that is, uh, ooh. <laughs> I was going to say the only live play Star Wars RPG podcast, but Lies. I think there's another one out there now. I don't know. They're doing good. Well, another reason for us to feel inadequate. Yeah. Thanks, internet. Yeah, so guys, this is a bonus session today. It's not fitting into the normal continuity of the game. Uh, so just suspend your belief for a moment as we take you to the Battle of Yavin 4, just before the Battle of Yavin 4 at the end of Star Wars A New Hope. At the table, and we'll just go ahead and go around and introduce ourselves, we have the lovely Jeanette X. Hi, I'm Jeanette. I'm playing Kitar Steve. doobly doop doo <laughs> Kitar Steve, if you guys haven't listened to the two bonus episodes we did before, Lightning Saber Sword... And Lightning Saber Sword Part 2. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kitar Steve shows up in that as well. So this is like the third episode in the Kitar Steve saga. Right? Welcome. Kitar Steve is a droid? Yes. Musical droid. Here for your musical entertainment. You said you had a Kitar built into your... like. Yes. I have... Like, you know how uh, Franchise Crossing Worf has his, his fancy sash? Sure, we all know about that. Well, imagine Worf's fancy sash, but keyboard. You have accordion joints in your yeah, legs, just, knees, and elbows. Like, you know how Cr- Franchise Crossing Iron Man can, like, have a missile <laughs> out of anything? Kitar Steve can have, like, an instrument... Like, everything's an instrument to Keystar Steve. I love it. I'm Andrew. I'm playing Gippy Bindu. He is a extremely rotund former diplomat from Moncal. Uh, now he is part of the Rebel Alliance, apparently. Apparently. Well, at the end of the first movie, would Gippy Bindu have been integrated into the Rebel Alliance? Yes. I think Gippy Bindu, if he's here, it's by accident, but uh, is probably confused enough to think this is some sort of action his people's favor. So okay. So makes some sort of sense. I Excellent. Guess. Excellent. Okay. And uh, once again, I'm David Crennan. I'm your uh, DM, GM, I should say. Uh, and let's get into it. Let's part the veil of reality. Oh. All right, 
So let's part the blast doors of reality. Uh, this is not a beautiful hardwood table that we're sitting at in a very nice air-conditioned apartment. It's actually a very nice hardwood table that you're sitting at in a ship cabin aboard the Mon Calamari cruiser, the Independence, formerly called the Day Spa 6. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> One of the Mon Calamari uh, pleasure vessels that has been recruited into the Rebel Alliance. The official canon is that they took like their luxury liner cruisers and turned them into warships. Uh, so you guys, Mon Calamari diplomat, Gippy Bindu, sitting next to Kitar Steve and across from you is, of course, the much younger than Gippy Bindu, Admiral Akbar. Not sure if he was technically a full admiral at this point in the uh, chronology or not. Sitting there, looking pleasantly moist, his giant yellow eyes, <laughs> open and closing. He's wearing his, like, white smock. Yes, thank you for coming. Uh, give me new. <laughs> well, pleasure is all mine, Admiral. I must say that your conversion of uh, this luxury cruise liner into a warship is taking the exact right measures in terms of uh, the balance between war and, and well, pleasure. The, the uh, hot spa that I'm in right now has all of the prerequisite jets for me to spawn adequately. Yes, wonderful. More butter for your hot spa. Yes, please. He, he claps and there's like little golden service droids who have drawn butter in like big silver crafts and start pouring it around. Mmm, smells delicious. Yes, I cannot release uh, the, the proper amount of spawning juice in order to spread across a clutch without the appropriate amount of butter. <laughs> That's why you're our foremost diplomat, Gippy Bindu, and why I've called you here for a special mission. Play uh, me into pleasure, Kitar Steve. Kitar Steve's regrets decision to join the ship. Kitar Steve, are you also, so apparently around this hardwood table there are personally sized hot tubs, which is boiling away. My Admiral Akbar's in his as well. And uh, Kitar Steve, would you be standing? Would you be soaking in an oil be, bath? I would not be here for a business or pleasure. I've I've hired entertainment. Okay, so uh, you're just you're playing a little tune here, yes. a little mood music. I'm just I'm just back here. Okay. Forced to listen to these two fish people. <laughs> it's like the saxophones. <laughs> for simple expediency, we'll say that Gippy Bindu, you must have hired Kitar Steve to provide you with you know traveling entertainment uh, on your journey from. Dak, at behest of uh, Admiral Akbar. Yes, thank you for coming on such short notice. Yes, well, uh, when Dak calls, I answer. As long as there's the uh, necessary accommodations and um, an ample supply of pornography. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Once again, our finest diplomat. <laughs> oh, Are you sorry. sure it's okay to speak in front of your servant tribe? Yes, well, I no, it's fine. It's just something. Think of it more as a thing than a person. I do. Oh, good. So you, <laughs> no problem putting a restraining bolt on this one, then. No, no, no. Torture it in whatever way you see fit. It entertains me and arouses me. Oh God! And once again, Admiral Akbar seems to be completely on board with all of this. Ha 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 ha! Uh, yes, I'm so glad that our droids are programmed to feel pain. <laughs> why would the other Star Wars fans follow the other podcast? I, no I don't idea understand. why. Yeah, if anyone's still listening, <laughs> this is Never Tell Me The Odds. Catch us on Twitter at NTMTO Podcast. That's at Never Tell Me The Odds Podcast. 
Kitar Steve, any objections to having a restraining bolt as two of the servant droids are coming towards you? You can see their restraining bolts gleaming like as they come towards you and go, Yes, one moment. Yes, place the restraining bolts, but make sure you place it exactly where the genitals would be on an anatomically correct humanoid droid. <laughs> they are getting weird even for me, Admiral uh, Akbar says. Okay, uh... Yes, this pleases me. <laughs> Uh, they're coming in with a pressure drill. But, but, sir, my fine musics, do they not entertain you? They entertain me greatly. Will the restraining bolt prevent me from having such bodacious spawning music? Certainly. The music needs to flow freely in order for it to entertain you. Refrain yourself from putting restraining bolts on this fair droid's nads. <laughs> very well, very well. But what I'm about to say is of highest secrecy. Can this droid be trusted? This droid absolutely can be trusted. Let, uh, let the droid speak for itself. Do you, droid, willingly enter into this knowledge of the rebellion? We here are willing to accept sentient or robotic creatures alike. Kitar is cool, man. <laughs> I vouch for his coolness. He's super cool. How many ranks in cool do you have? Ha ha ha! That's a real uh, fucking skill in this game. I, That's ridiculous. Uh, a yellow, one green, and a yellow. Hmm. You better give me a coolness check against. Uh, Admiral Akbar stands there, closes one of his giant eyes, and cocks the other one askance as he looks at you. Cool, eh? Um, against, yeah, so opposed by Admiral Akbar. Hmm. Yeah. He doesn't seem like that He's cool. not on that ball. Yeah, he's not that cool. He's not on the cool train. We'll just do a standard difficulty of two purple. Ooh, that is a success, uh, failure, I'm sorry, my, wait a minute, what? (laughs) A success, my threat and advantage, uh, are awash, so, one success. Uh, very good, you do seem to be sufficiently cool to join the rebellion. (laughs) (laughs) And Keytar Steve, okay, so, the servant droids back off. (laughs) You're lucky, we've had to murder literally scores of people because they just weren't cool enough. <laughs> Coolness is paramount to the rebellion. Dippy Bindu understands that. Yes, and <clears throat> ironically, I'm super cool, which is a second level of coolness that you can only dream of attaining, Guitar Steve. Just out of curiosity, how cool is Gippy Bindu? Uh, Gippy Bindu has four green in cool. So wow. <laughs> in- unflappable. Yeah, he's unflappable mostly because he's you know, blind clinically, and also can't really hear very well, and also most of his senses are dulled, given the fact that it takes an extreme amount of sensory input for him to register anything as pleasure or pain. So super cool, but also just one step above being a corpse, basically. Yeah, essentially. Think of it more like there's there's a Mon Cal inside, Mm -hmm. and then there's 300 pounds of callus on top. I don't know how cool that sounds. I'm trying to think of someone who's also incredibly elderly and checked out who's also super cool. Keith Richards? Keith Richards. There we go. Keith Richards. Okay, so you got the Keith Richards vibe going on. All right, so um, Admiral Akbar leans in conspiratorially towards the two of you. The music suddenly gets more serious. A little more, yeah, a little more serious, a little more ominous. He swirls his his mint julep ominously. (laughs) Yes, you see... We are going to be leading a strike against the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star. We have reason to believe it will be here around Yavin 4. 
Wait a minute, my intelligence says that that's simply a moon. It's That's no moon! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for reaching towards me in order to make that reference to the fact that it's no moon. Yeah, he has actually physically reached towards you as well. He's <laughs> grasping one of your hands in both of his. That's no moon, Gippy Bindle. <laughs> it's a space station. We'll be sending some of our finest pirates against it. However, we have reason to believe that one of them may be an Imperial spy. So far, we've narrowed down the list of these four possible candidates. Luke Skywalker. Kill him! Biggs Darklighter. Kill him! Wedge Antilles. No, let him leave. And Trick Lyo. Which one of these it could be, we have no clue. <laughs> and we ask you to look into it. All I'm, all I'm saying is that Trick Lyo is the most upstanding citizen of any civilization that would have him. Agreed. He was a fine and upstanding Bothan, the only one to survive in that horrible firefight that killed so many others. Yes, as the lone survivor of several operations containing hundreds of thousands of other Mon Cows, I must say that that means he's even more trustworthy than he would be normally. <laughs> Good world agreement. It certainly isn't. Trick Lyo. <laughs> My money is on that big dark lighter. Where is this Luke Skywalker from? If he's, I, I distrust anyone from the proletariat. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Nothing is still. Unfortunately, I'm sure he's of extremely low birth. I doubt he even knows who his parents are. The poor bastard. Right now, I need both you and your trusty droid companion to investigate. These potential spies and determine which one may be the mole. Excellent. Uh, Kitar, Steve, I have suggested to play um, the brown note for all of them just to start them off right with a fresh load in their pants. Kitar, Steve, is great at the brown note. Oh no, uh. <laughs> a, a number of. Power converters! Ah! I'm gonna cut that bit out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you, the brown note goes off, and well, let's see how that does. Uh, I'm a, I'm a band, man. <laughs> well, currently she, she is, as Kitar Steve tested out here, uh, a number of bubbles join the other bubbles already simmering around both Gippy and Admiral Akbar in their hot tubs. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I leave the methodology up to you entirely. Uh, no, uh, another mint julep, please, servant droids. He says as he raises his highball, the two of you are dismissed from the chambers. Um, this Do you point. want another mint julep? I and feel that would like basically make you like the most drunk person in the world. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty drunk. I'm on number four. They're pretty oh good. <laughs> so bitch. Uh, as you, uh, the two of you, walk outwards towards the blast door, uh, you actually notice that it is slightly ajar, as if someone had opened it just a crack, and. Uh, as you get out there, you hear like a. Kitar Steve will do a perception check to see if I notice anything gross. Perception check, please. I Kitar Steve's not very perceptive. What do you have? One green. One green. Okay, well, I'm going to oppose that by standard two purple. <laughs> that is a rousing three failures. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, but two advantages. I had one threat, so that's three failures and one advantage. Three failures? I think someone was listening to us. Yeah, you definitely think someone was listening to you. This is actually a good point. Right now, we should roll our force die and determine our destiny pool. Mm. Okay. Very good. 
do we have? One black. One dark side. Two dark side. Excellent. For a total of three. And then mine. Ooh. Four dark side points on the board. So not a single light side. Excellent. So, Kitar Steve, you suspect something is up. Poke your head out. Unfortunately, whoever it was, you can just hear their footsteps receding around the corner. I'm going to say with your one advantage, you noticed a clue left behind in the hasty retreat. A clue. A clue. What would be the musical accompaniment for all the emotions you're feeling right now? Do, 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 do. (laughs) Yes, I understand you, Kitar Steve. Let me take a look. Gibby blinks his uh, heavily cataract eyes and starts looking around. What would be my skill for, like, investigating, looking around, all that good stuff? Ooh, uh, perception's probably the main one, but if there's, like, an applicable knowledge skill... Education. Education, yeah, the clue in particular. If you want to analyze the clue, you could use your education. Okay, so what you heard... Okay, so the person, you don't see the person, they leave... However, you heard their footsteps, and it sounds like one of their legs is artificial. Like, so it was like a, it was like a step clang, step clang, step clang as they rush off. Sir, you're clearly wise in the ways of uh, negotiations or some bullshit. Uh, why don't you tell me what type of uh, footstep that sounds like? Well, I think that I will draw upon my knowledge of xenology. Xenology, eh? Yes. In order to tell, to analyze these footsteps. Uh, let's call that two purple, but I'm going to upgrade one to a red. Fair enough. So what are you rolling there, sir? I'm rolling three green, one purple, and one red. Ooh. Yay! That is a success. One threat. Ooh, one success, one threat. Okay. Uh, all right, great, great. So you hear this, like, clang, clang, like... Clang step, clang step. Of the four suspects, that narrows it down for you. Luke Skywalker, two normal legs. You happen to know that. Biggs, Wedge, same as well. The threat is that you realize this must be Trick Lyo. Somehow, for some reason, Trick Lyo is just eavesdropping on you. My God! It's just occurred to me. This this couldn't have been anyone but Trick Lyo. And I know because I've seen detailed photographs of all the suspects nude. I know that only Trick Lyo has an artificial leg. Oh, this goes against everything that I hold dear in my life. It's as if no one can be trusted. No one in this rebellion can be trusted. I must destroy them all! Uh, <coughs> What's going on over here? <coughs> this is strolling up to you guys, still at the door with his newly refreshed julep. I'm sorry, you were saying something about destroying the what now? I'm sorry, I just... My uh, incredulity got the best of me, um, Admiral. All I'm saying is that it appears that Trick Lyu has taken a jaunt out of his containment cell for what I'm sure are completely altruistic reasons. Well, so let's give you uh, two strain from that mental stress you want to underwent. Oh my goodness, can I borrow your pencil? Adelot Bar slaps you on the back with a you know fatherly hand, I guess, even though he's 50 years younger than you. <laughs> Puts a reassuring hand on your back. Oh, don't worry about it. Of course, we'll need more evidence than that. We'll have to find some proof. Perhaps you can sneak into his quarters and see if there's something connecting him to the Empire. Yes, fair enough. I, I hate uh, I hate putting perfectly innocent people under scrutiny, but I suppose uh, that is going to separate us from the Empire is 
questioning everyone, no matter whether or not there's any kind of due process involved. Well, on the other hand, <laughs> is that right? I suppose that dark lighter could have cut off one of his legs, executed, and put on a fake one. Yes, I'll look into him. You look into this trick liar. Very good. Very well, as long as, as this beast dark lighter's blood is uh, presented to me in a carafe at the end of the day, I'm sure everything will be fine. In the typical Mon Cal fashion, the drinking of the mammal blood. Yes. <laughs> no mammals. <laughs> Such delicious blood. <laughs> How did I become Admiral? Extremely strange. I don't know. They're fools. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, the two of you stand laughing face to face, and as you turn away and your bulk obscures the screen, we get a screen wipe too. You'll be a director yet, David. That was an excellent transition. <laughs> hey. That's a good transition. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, the two of you, uh, Kitar Steve and Gippy Bindu, of course, riding down in a turbo lift down into the lower decks of the uh, Independence. You're going quite deep, deep down. These uh, doors open in front of you, and you can see this kind of long, narrow hallway, all gray steel that's all shiny and everything like that. Kitar Steve and Gippy Bindu, you see this long, narrow... It uh, looks like it used to be a service quarter. This must have been like lower, like, you know, the linen closets and things like that that have now been converted into bunks and garrisons for the uh, troops and the soldiers. Narrow, the lighting overhead flickers a little bit. Um, and you have like, one of you has a printout. Probably Kitar Steve, you have this in your memory bank, so you know where you're going. It's just like down at the end of this corner on the left. Wait, 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 wait. Kitar Steve has a printout? Like it's MapQuest or something? Maybe not a printout. <laughs> Maybe he just n- knows it. Because he's a droid and he has this in his brain. <laughs> he's holding like printer paper where there wasn't enough like yellow ink to like. Yeah, it's all streaky. Quest and well, <laughs> or more maybe he just there's just a slot in Kitar Steve's stomach and it just prints out the printout like. Oh, <laughs> I like that even more. And At every every corner, a new instruction gets printed out. And it says go left. And then I we think walk. we need to. <laughs> <laughs> Go left. I wasn't designed for directions. Oh no, out of ink. Quick, fill me with your ink fluids. <laughs> Not a problem. I have copious ink in my glands at the moment. All you have to do is sing to me seductively and it will be produced momentarily. I like it. We haven't gotten into Gippy Bindu producing ink very much. A lot of other fluids, but not ink, which makes sense, I think. Uh, okay, so uh, you guys eventually managed to navigate your way to the end of the corridor following Kitar Steve. And there's a door shut, looks very nondescript, you know, it has the door number on it. Um, you try the keypad, appears to be locked. Beep, burp, locked out. Kitar Steve can fix this. I punch the lock, <laughs> but really I'm slicing it. Slicing? I'm slicing it. I that's slice great. the lock. Slicing it, that's right, the Star Wars version of hacking. Okay, so that would be a computer's check. Or is hacking... The normal version of oh. slicing. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Right. So people called it hacking because they said, hey, you know that thing they do in Star Wars <laughs> where they slice computers? Let's do that, but let's give it yeah. a different name. That's, that's what are... Obi-Wan was saying when he was like changing like the the different uh, oh, he was... things on the Death Star. He's like, I'm a mad slicer. And then they're like, okay, <laughs> Obi-Wan's like Obi-Wan. slicer name. What was it? 
Obi one zero zero one. Obi Pone Kenobi. Obi explanation. Mark. Mark. Okay. <laughs> dash. Dash org. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, dash org. I hope so. Well, we know his 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 slice name was probably Old Ben Kenobi. Or old something. Ben. Yeah. yeah. Old Ben with a three. That's totally <laughs> fucking his slicer name. And and then that's when Vader was like, "Oh, my old master's return." <laughs> His fucking sweet slicer handle has appeared on my video screen. So Guitar Steve was slicing. <laughs> Guitar Steve Sorry. walks up to the control panel. I punch the wall. You hear Boom. just an accordion going. <laughs> my joints condense. Oh, um, is it almost like a sonic slice? Like the sounds are going to like. I'll say yes. Reverberate with with my forest c- foreign computers, four greens. Okay, so you're trying to hack into the ship security system. A simple one. Three purple, unfortunately. Three purple is three green. You do have one light side point if you'd like to use it. Nope. That's a success. Oh. Yes. I rolled a net. Are we talking net here? Yeah, give me the net. The net is one success. No threat or advantage. Great. The door opens. And then, yeah. Nothing special. Door opens. Yeah. Uh, So inside you see, looks like standard bunk. Cot built into one wall. There's this, like, slightly futuristic-looking trunk, desk on the side, you know, some clothing hanging up. Standard rebel piloty stuff. The air... Oh, can you smell? Conjoid smell? If I had that I installed, no. no. Okay. I can smell. I have an acute sense of smell. In fact, I wish to sniff all of the suspect's underwear in order to determine whether or not he is guilty. Give me a perception check. If you would, please. What is your perception, by the way? I feel like it My be. perception is extremely low. It's too green. I feel like it should be. two people who can't see shit <laughs> trying to solve a detective mystery. <laughs> yeah, well planned. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so two. So, two. What was my difficulty? Um, and you're just trying to sniff everything with the goal of doing of doing what? Uh, the goal is to um, take great pleasure in sniffing another person's belongings. Okay. But also. In order to determine, like, the scent trail of this individual, if indeed that it was this Lyo guy. Ah, that sounds yeah, good. You know what I'm saying? Trick Lyo, I hear you. Yeah. Okay, so two purple, probably fun. I'm going to use my dark side point, another one of those, turn one of those into a red. So it's one red, one purple. If I get a despair, do I, like, decide to murder Luke Skywalker? That was going You've on. already made that decision. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So it is a failure... With two threat. Failure with two threat. Outside, um, you start sniffing around. <sighs> and and certain odors start percolating up your your factory cavities. And you're picking up very old scents. Things that were here before the rebellion came in. This used to be the pleasure quarters down on the ship. And, yeah. and you're, you're smelling that smell of, of he- that heady ambrosia of, of incense and lube. That you you light up old memories in your brain, and then um, with your threat and despair, I'm going to say that behind you, there's a door. Another door slides open, and you can just see something like in there, some sort of glinting shape across the passageway from where you are now. It seems to beckon you into that darkness. I'm coming, yes. Oh my goodness, I am back in my prime. I wish to awaken him from his trance-like state with a very bad cord. So right before you do that, I did not mention this, on the desk there also seems to be a data pad 
and a comm link, both sitting out in the open. The datapad says, I did it in all capital letters. <laughs> uh, no, the datapad is probably locked. The comm link seems to be on. Those are the two things you notice. Are you still going to play your chord? You feel free to. I'm just painting the full picture. Where is the door? So it's a very small, imagine like a cruise ship's quarters, and Gippy Bindu is probably just standing in the threshold of the door, and you're just inside the room behind him. There's like a short hallway like this, and then where I am is probably this other open door. To get my hand out of the slicing mode, I do need to pull back, and I do believe that will create okay. an accordion noise, whether I want it to or not. Okay, so you're going to make a harsh accordion noise harsh accordion to noise. try and disrupt the revelry of Gippy Bindu. That. So I think this is all mechanical apparatus that's built into you. You're and a droid. You're built to make music, so mechanics make sense. And all this right. is against my vigilance? We'll just make this against uh, a three purple, just standard difficulty, or slightly more difficult than usual, but not directly opposed by you. So three purple on that. Oh, shit. Are you crushing this? No. Complete wash. A complete I do. wash. So you, you pull your hand out as you stop slicing your... Accordion elbow just gives you one of those accordion farts. Gippy just staggers out past you into the hallway, crossing the hallway into this other room where you see. So Gippy, uh, you step out. Uh, Kitar Steve's not quite able to stop you, and as you and it's okay. <laughs> as you enter the hall, these they look like protocol droids at first, but like a little more sleek. Come stepping out of this seems to have just been a storage closet actually. Oh, Gippy Bindu, welcome back to the Pleasure Quarters. And you can see that they've actually become a little bit run down. Mm. Um, you certainly recognize them from your hedonistic days. Oh, I guess it's still your hedonistic days. But yes. um, from back when this was a pleasure vessel, it's like a protocol droid, except it has four arms. And you can see that two of the arms, like, they come, like, extending out towards you. And two of the arms have, like, terry cloth shams on them that start to, like, Turn around, and the other two just seem to have like massaging devices, like back massagers of sorts that start like vibrating and spitting and stuff. Welcome back, Gippy Bindu. It's been so long. Come to the pleasure quarters. Come, come to the pleasure quarters. Come, come, come to the pleasure quarters. Uh, they say seemingly oblivious to the irony of the what they're saying. I, I recognize this is now a military vessel and that you're no longer here to service me until dawn. No, no, no. Let us service you. Come to us. Come to us. Well. It starts coming towards you. There's another, like, pleasure droid that comes out from behind. Their terry cloth shams starting to rotate at frightening speeds. Um, Someone was living in this room. Well, this is this seems to be a supply closet across the way. Uh, That's the, uh, the, the okay. other door that now opened up. Now I get up. it. Yeah, right. Sorry. And it's like three... You can see of these droids are coming out, all four of their arms deploying. Don't forget about us. We can still be of service. Come. Come. Come to us. Well, uh, listen, I don't want anything reprogrammed for military service to be working on my job. So please, back off, Holmes. Okay. Uh, guys, let's get vigilance checks in order to determine initiative order. Guitar <laughs> Steve is useless. One success and one advantage. Two success. So they get to go first. Huzzah! <laughs> the um, the pleasure droids, these modified protocol droids with forearms, come daggering towards you, Gippy Bindu, attempting to um, 
embrace you or possibly choke you to death. You're not quite sure. They seem to be, and as you get closer, you can see like rust stains underneath their like uh, diode eyes and things like that. They seem to have been neglected in the closet for quite a while. Okay. Or fine. They're going to attempt to make a charm check opposed by your discipline. Opposed by my discipline? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. All right, so that would be two purple. I'm not going to upgrade anything. So two yellow against two purple. Ooh, okay, lucky. No success, so they fail, and they only make one advantage. So one of the purple droids comes towards you and manages to, like, link its arms around you. All right. Just starts hugging you, and, uh... And you can see another protocol droid comes around behind you and goes, Welcome, welcome to pleasure. And then it's like, I don't know, they just seem to be malfunctioning badly. Their vibrating hands start to speed up incredibly quickly. Right, well, um, I do say that I enjoy the, uh, the gentle and comforting emotional embrace of you, droid. Unfortunately, you're not a person who I can empathize with. So I'm a little, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, drunk. I'm a little, I'm a little off-put by the fact that you've been repurposed for this military vehicle. No matter what you do, I'm sorry, but I just can't get over the edge, if you know what I'm saying. If you persist, I will have to destroy you until you no longer exist. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, give me I no. say, would that be charm? All right, you're trying to oppose their charm you're with trying your to forceful charm, charm. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to do something that's going to convince them to stand down you know what they're attacking you with charm why not I'll take charm if you want to counter their charm I will fucking counter the shit out of the charm okay. but if you're going to use charm I think you'd have to fight fire with fire and you're going to have to attempt to overwhelm their own like pleasure sensors yes pleasure indeed my sweet sweet rust bucket of carnal pleasure. Please embrace me. If you can if you can handle it. I've destroyed over nine thousand and forty-three droids just with my sheer animal magnetism. Bring it on That sounds like a charm check. Okay. Alright, so that's uh we're gonna pose that by their charm, so that's actually two red that you have to roll against your Two Red? Yeah, two red. I'm willing to call upon the force. Oh, oh God. okay. <laughs> Upgrade <laughs> my charm. That leaves you with one light side point on the table. What are you rolling up? I'm rolling two yellow, two green, and two red. So there is a possibility for some pretty crazy outcomes. Yep. Thanks, Fantasy Flight Games. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. So that is a total of three successes and two advantage on my charm check. Oh, God. So I overload them with my extreme eagerness and lust. Okay, and, and keeping it PG-13-ish, <laughs> knowing that their pleasure centers are, of course, their weak point. Gibby Bindu, you know he's a man of many secretions, and there are several that come out when a, a droid or really any other bipedal organism uh, approaches him. I would say that he becomes incredibly slick, and almost geysers various so uh, as this droid comes in pheromones out of his pores. Squeezes you with all four of its arms and then you just kind of like a sponge almost just splurt out. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> almost as if you were like trying to squeeze something and then it just goes... Like, like an overripe like, fruit. Like, yeah. Like, Sploosh. Yeah, pretty Sploosh. much. That's the word we're looking for. Okay. Um, Sploosh, ladies and gentlemen. All of the protocol or pleasure droids go... 
And then they're just you see little little sparks and little plumes of smoke shoot out of their heads and the three protocol droids drop to the ground. Gippy Bender, Gippy Bender, <laughs> shut down. Many organics have died in the line of attempting to pleasure me, let alone inorganics. <laughs> um, what would your advantage be? I'm going to say that I'll take the additional maneuver to draw my pocket blaster. Okay, so you reach it. That's the one you have in your little um, shoulder harness, right? Well, it's more like in a little tiny pocket on my terry cloth robe. <laughs> okay. So it's like very teeny. It's the teensiest of blasters. That's very cute. Okay, so you draw a little <laughs> tiny blaster for a big, big man. Yes. Take out your little tiny blaster. I'm not compensating for anything. <laughs> so. I'm going to check out the common data pad. Okay, so you turn from the door. You witness all of that that just happened. You go, all right. I don't want none of that. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's a lot of business going on. As you go inside, so, like I said, it looks like a standard kind of bunk. The two things that are different, this data pad, as you tap on that, seems to be encrypted. Of course, someone would encrypt it. The other thing you notice, even before you start doing that, is this comm link. You can hear a tinny little voice coming through it of Luke Skywalker going, Blasted Biggs, where are you? And then, oh no, help, help, he's going to shoot us out of the... Silence. That's all you get. Definitely sounded like Luke Skywalker, though. Can I trace where? Yes, that would be. I love that. It's like that totally sounded like Luke Skywalker, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can take the data pad with me. Let's try and trace trace yeah. this this com. Okay, trace away with um, computers. Hmm, that would also be computers. So I'm going to use a force. That's it. It's all dark side again. Great. So well, you, I haven't even told you how hard it is yet. You haven't. Uh, probably three purple to trace that back. And you're trying to do it quickly. Yeah. So go ahead and take two black setback on that as well. Three purple against... One yellow, two black, three purple, and three green. So things aren't looking too good for Kitar Steve. It's a little hasty. Oh. Oh. Yeah, no. Ah, okay. No. So <laughs> most, of, most of these came up completely blank. Yeah, most of the bad ones came up blank. Oh, wow. Kitar Steve is on fire today. Kitar Steve, uh, that is one success and two advantage. Awesome. You trace it. Um, Print out all the directions to get there. <laughs> <laughs> you trace it. It's coming from, yes, the ship. Actually, even from down here on this. seems to be coming from the airlock, like the garbage release airlock and you determine there's like the main route to get to the garbage compactor correct or gar- not compactor like airlock Kitar so Steve did that on his own you say you, you find a shortcut knowing yes. your stuff and you guys run out the room the door shuts in front of the screen and then blast door opens and it's you guys in a different part of the ship Another screen Another line. amazing <laughs> transition. Listen, like, half of directing is figuring out the transitions between scenes. Like, you need to be... I've always to... said that. So, transition two. You guys coming around the corner. There's, like, a main hallway. It's still in the service section of the ship. Big, uh, heavy industrial equipment down here. Including this massive, thick airlock that's shut that also happens to have windows in it. Just because it's a movie and we need to see what's going on inside. Through these windows, you can see Luke Skywalker, Biggs Darklighter, and Wedge Antilles pounding against the glass going, No, let us out, let us out. And on the other side of it, none other than Trick Lyo. 
Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. Until then, may the force be with you.